Welcome to another edition of something like that. This is actually episode 87. Yes, we are moving upon the magic number of 100. Now, probably should have been at 100 months ago, but you know, life happens and here we are. But I'm happy to be back because I want to let you guys know where I've been. Now, I'm using a different microphone today. Um, I didn't want to be just on my regular you know, pocket and put there we go. I didn't just want to be, you know, at my desk. I kind of wanted to move around. So I said, you know what? I'm going to stand up because I'm so happy that I'm standing because a few months ago I had surgery. I wasn't able to stand for long. I wasn't able to do a lot of stuff, but I'm so happy now that I am able to stand. So I said, I'm going to get my microphone. I'm going to stand and I'm going to roam my room as if I am a pastor or if I'm someone who's speaking because I want to speak, you know, like I want to be able to have the mic and hold and captivate the audience to teach them about one mental health, which is like my passion, right? Like I love mental health, mental health is something that I do, but also men, you know, talking to men and having men understand how important they are in this world that we live in. And I don't think enough men understand how important they are. I think a lot of men just feel that we are here. We are doing what we are supposed to be doing. And that's it. That's all. Bam, bam. Thank you, man. When that's not the case at all. Uh, Men are very important. You know, men, we are very, very important, especially in the times that we live in now. Like, I think that men should understand that, you know, we we hold so many titles. We hold so many uh, hats that, you know, the world has showed us that, <clears throat> excuse me, that's what you're supposed to be doing and that's it. So you don't deserve anything. Now, I'm not saying that you deserve to be praised at every little thing, but there is a thing of praising to let someone know how important they are. And I say all that to say I started writing a book. Well, no, here we go. I I, I, I didn't start it writing a book. That wasn't my intention. My intention was to just do like a saga podcast where what I do is I would have you know, different people play different characters and it was going to be a murder mystery. And as I'm doing it, I'm getting so entrenched in the character that I'm like, whoa, I I can't, this, this can't be a murder mystery. This needs to be a story of some sort. Now I didn't know what type of story I was going to use. I didn't know um, what I was going to do, but I knew I wanted to do something that was, you know, meaningful. So I went on YouTube. YouTube was like, Hey, this is what you need to do. You know, um, you know, just getting suggestions like one guy, I have it written down. He said, you know, you want the book to be impactful, even if it impacts three people, because if it impacts three people, then they're going to tell three more people. They're going to tell three more people, so on and so forth. And I said, that is a great freaking idea. So as I'm writing again, didn't know what direction I wanted to go into. I said, I'm just going to write. I'm just going to, you know, do something that I felt was, you know, genuine to me. Sorry, I put my microphone um, back in the case here. Um, The wrong way, so I can't even do it that way. But 
Um, one second here. Let me see if I can put this inside. Okay, here we go. Uh, I apologize for that. Um, so I wanted to do a do a book that can, you know, not only benefit me, but it can benefit other people as well. Um, one second here. Sorry, y'all gonna hear all this. Y'all gonna hear it wrong. Um, so when I'm doing a book, I'm like, okay, well, what is it that I want to talk about? And I kind of knew, right? I was reluctant. I said, but what do I want to talk about that is really going to be impactful, beneficial, and that I want to express? So I thought about sports. I said, you know, I should, I should do a, you know, something on sports. I should, you know, talk about this, this character. And I was like, nah, nah, nah I, I, I can't do that. I can't do that. So I said, "All right, let me let me talk, let me talk about you know uh, this female with this guy, and she's here, she's there." I'm like, "No, can't do that." So I said, "What is something that I know that I am very passionate about?" So I said, "I know being a man, trying to find your identity in the world, being a man who is trying to understand himself." Also, how to navigate the world and relationships and being young and successful. So that's it. So what I did was I said, I'm going to write a book about a young man who is successful, who's going through life, who is everybody's model of what a man should be. And I'm going to talk about his ups, downs, and his overcomings. And that's what I did. Now... It took me from start to finish. So I started writing in 2021, right? I didn't stop until 2023 of this year. Now, it took a while because um, I was, you know, I had a lot going on with work. Also, uh, joining fraternity, um, just being a dad. Again, I broke my leg. So it was a lot that played into that. But as I was writing... I was able to transform into this character that I wanted young men to learn from. Now, notice I didn't say black man, white man, Spanish. I didn't say anything. I wanted this young man to be someone who can represent anyone regardless of who you are. Now, in the dynamics, in the book, he is a black man, but also... I wanted him to be someone that anybody could look at and say, damn, that sounds like me. Damn, that is my cousin. Damn, that's that's somebody that I need to listen to. So that's how I, you know, kind of structured the book. And as I'm writing, more starts to open up, more starts to flow. And I'm starting writing ideas down. I'm starting writing ideas down. And, and so I'm just bringing everything to life of this young man. I'm just having him be a fixture in the community that is anywhere in America, right? So I'm having him represent men in all walks of life. Now, as I'm writing this book, I'm like, yo, I would love for men to read this book because I think men need to hear this. I think men need to see what it's like to, you know, go through these struggles. Or you could have a guy say, damn, I've been through that. Like, I didn't know anyone else is like that. I didn't know that people felt this way. I thought it was just me. And then I'm getting into it and I'm like, wow, this this is this is gonna really 
do it for a lot of men, right? Like, like this is going to be the book where men can say, wow, yeah, I want to read that. And, and so, again, uh, that's my thinking. But what I did was I did a test study and said, hey, I'm going to have a female read it. And shout out to my coworker, Tosh. I've been knowing Tosh for over like 15 years now. And I said, Tosh, I, I just want you to read this, right? I just want you to read a snippet. So I had to read a snippet. Now, this is before the book was done. So this is last year, early part of last year, January, February, part of last year. So I said, Tosh, I want you to read this book. And she goes, okay, okay. I like to read. Like most women, right? They like to read. Okay, cool. So I had Tosh read. And I said, so what do you think about the book? She said, when is it done? And that right there was really assuring to me because I'm like, wow, like for her to say, like, when is it going to be done? Like, I felt so good because I knew like she was invested into it. And I said, OK, well, now I have an audience. Now, again, it's just her. So then I went to another coworker of mine, Dr. Poole, and I said, hey, read this, read this snippet. What do you think about it? She's like, oh, I would definitely read this. Like, what's going to happen? And like most women, you know, they want to know, like. What's going to happen? How it ends? And, you know, um, in the character sense, um, how did he progress? And I'm like, well, I didn't finish it yet. I didn't. I'm not done. Um, I will be done, but um, I'm not done yet. So as I was writing that, I said, oh, now I also have an audience. And I also have what's called a purpose. So the guy, he talks about having a purpose when writing a book. So now I have a purpose. My purpose is also educating women to understand men. And I thought that was very key because a lot of times you don't have one trying to understand the other. You have one either trying to outsmart the other one or you have one who is trying to outdo the other one. So I said, I need a story that is going to represent from a man's point of view, but also can help a woman and ladies understand what's going on. Now, I'm not knocking Steve Harvey. Um, you know, 90 days, um, cause you know, I, I, I read that book. Um, I thought it was a load of crap, honestly, but that's just my opinion. Some people thought it was great. Now, again, a lot of women thought it was key because they thought they were actually getting a real piece of a man's mind. Now you have to understand Steve Harvey at this time is what 40. So you're talking a 40 year old male who is from the 70s, um, 60s era, um, you know, adult in the 80s, 90s. So who've been rich, who's been poor. It's just his whole philosophy in life is a little different than someone who's in their 20s or even 30s, who's raised in the 90s, 2000s, seeing a different perspective, raised by someone who's around Steve Harvey age and how they view men and women in that light so i thought that that book right there was a really poor representation of a man and what a man was really thinking so even before i wrote this book i said i want to capture what most men think or how most men carry themselves now again i'm not saying that this is every guy i'm not saying that um, because parts of this was again taken from myself because anytime you write you know some of that you know um, takes on, you know, or comes out of who we are. And I wanted to write a story that, again, told sort of my story, but a lot of things that men aren't saying or afraid to say or don't know how to say, you know. So 
that was my direction when I was writing this book. I wanted it to represent somewhat of what a lot of men were saying. So that's why I, you know, enjoyed this because I was able to talk about and explore things that many people probably didn't want to explore. Again, I'm not a avid reader, um, but I know that a lot of men and a lot of people I talk to like, wow, I didn't know that these things aren't talked about. So especially in the black community, right? Like I'm talking black community and these are the things that I wanted to highlight. These are the things I wanted to represent. So that's why I made sure that they were represented in this way, in this book, in this specific light. I didn't want it to be, you know, your typical, oh, he's a Debbie dad, F him. I wanted to talk about a successful person. I wanted to talk about it from the perspective of everybody thinks he has it all together, right? Like that's the part that people don't contribute is the person who they think has it all together. And he really doesn't. He's trying to figure it out. He's trying to get it together, but he doesn't have it together. And that in turns affects his relationship with a lot of his peers. And also most importantly, himself, right? Because if you have it all and, and, and you're doing things the way you want to do it, who's going to check you, right? If you're paying your bills, most people, if you're not hurting anybody, if you are, you know, a caring, compassionate, have decent person, most people aren't going to check for you either way. They're going to say, hey, you're great. They're going to say, hey, you know, hey, that's just life. But we all need accountability partners. But again, you don't learn that until you get older. And then once you get older, you're like, okay, wow, I didn't think to actually have a person who can help me, who can explore what I need to explore. So in writing the book, again, I don't want to tell it all. I'm, I'm just telling some of the book. So in writing the book, those are the things that I, I explored. Those are the things that I made sure to highlight is, what does that look like? What does a man who has everything and really nothing to lose, who does he become? Because on the outside, you're like, yo, he's great. Like, leave him alone. Why would you bother him? He's doing what he's supposed to do, right? Like, now you're just being a jerk. But then on the other side, it's like, is he really that good of a person? Is he really a person that you can really talk to and dive into with and be, you know, intentional with? So I made sure when I was writing him, those things were really explored. Those things were really understood. And those things were really outlined because when I had Tosh read more of the book, she gave me a different perspective on this character. Again, I'm not trying to tell too much of it because I'm hoping that most of you will read it. I'm hoping that by the time this go out, a lot of people will say, hey, what is this? Because I, I want to do a book review. I really want to do a book review. Um, but I'm going to talk about that at the end. So Tosh had a whole different assessment on this person from start to finish. Now, when she first started, she told me how she felt. She told me what she thought about the person. And I laughed and I chuckled. She was so filled with emotion about this person because of his actions throughout the book. 
And which I love because, again, I wanted to see that raw emotion in someone as they're reading this book. I wanted them to have the emotion and to explore it with this person on purpose. So once Tosh finished reading, once she, uh, you know, got done to the end, she had a whole different perspective on the character. And which I love because... You want that to be the outcome, right? Whether you want to see the person turn from villain to the hero or even the hero to a villain, there's a purpose in what is being done. And I purposely did that because I wanted everyone to see that we are not monolithic as men. We are not monolithic as black people. And everyone shares some type of different rationale in life, some type of different thinking that a lot of people don't consider. So I wanted that to be the outline and I wanted that to be the focus of, hey, this is what this looks like. This is what this sounds like. This is what it tastes, feel, and this is what this is. And I was able to tap that uh, tap into that when I was writing this book and when I had Tasha read it, so I was very happy. Um, I didn't have a name for the book, but I last night it came to me. And um, one of the names that came to me was didn't have a clue. Or that was one. And then another one was um, when you get your cue. So it's a play on words because I'm a cue now wrote the book i was going through my process so those are some of the titles that i have for the book i want to do a real like book uh reveal i want to do a um screening of the book i want to have like a book release party my intentions is that i want people to be interested in reading you know for me reading was a task reading wasn't something fun like i wanted to be in a huge ordeal i want people to come i want people to buy the book i want to give a few copies away so people can screen the book so we can talk about it and we can share our own emotions about the book now I'm working on another book right now again right now i'm doing very well in life in a sense of emotional well-being it could always get better obviously we are human but as of right now emotionally i think i'm fine and this book helped put that exclamation point on things from start to finish because i started at one job and i finished it at another job and not only that but i didn't have a kid at, i didn't have a young kid at the time which i do now um, i wasn't in a fraternity which i am now um I was in a different place than I was than I am now. So a lot of things changed since I wrote the book to now. And I want people to be able to explore their emotions in writing or reading or some type of literacy, you know. So I didn't use huge words. I didn't try to be the smartest guy in the room. I just wanted to be the guy in the room who told a story. And I wanted the people to listen to the story. I want people to be able to say, hey, 
wow, that was good. I got it. I want people to read and say, man, that was a good, good story. I need to hear what's coming up after that. Now, am I making another one? I don't know. Whether it be another one, I'm not sure. But I want to get through this first. And I want to say that's where I've been. I've been writing. I've been painting. I've been a human being since July. Um, it was again, it was a huge transition because now I had to go back to work. You know, I'm, I'm not walking the same, you know, I had to get physical therapy. So my mind in life is different, but I appreciate it. And I appreciated what I went through, which I, which I'm so fortunate that it wasn't, you know, anything too serious. So the book has helped me as a person, one, to start something and to finish it, but two, to tell the story that people want and need to hear. And I am glad that I'm able to bring the story. And I hope that when people read it, they can say, man, that inspired me in whatever way, you know, um, my, my thing now in life is to leave a legacy for my children, for my people, not just to exist in it, but to really be a person. And one of the things that I live by is if you don't create it, others will create it for you. And I live by that because if you don't create what you want, then people are going to say how you should live your life. A lot of people are going to tell you what you should be doing with yourself. So I never wanted to be that person that had somebody tell me how I should live my life because you're not going to live my life for me. And it was very important to me, you know, um, during this time of healing that I continue to be who I am. I continue to thrive. I continue to have fun. So I had some of the, some, some of the best times writing this book, because again, I had to explore myself. I had to figure out what I want to do. I had to figure out who I was. I had to figure out why am I doing this? Why am I wasting my time? Most times writing, trying to figure this out, but I got it. I, I, I understood that it wasn't just for me. It was for some young man who needed to hear this. It was for my daughters who needed to understand, you know, maybe what a glimpse of a man is and why we don't express our emotions like we do, why we don't communicate the way they do, you know, because we aren't taught that. We aren't, you know, molded to communicate. We are molded to keep it pushing. We're molded to not say anything because of men, we don't speak. Men don't talk. So those are some things that, I, you know, wanted to put in the book, and I think that I did that. Now, it just has to be edited. I'm, I'm going to hire an editor because I, I'm not going to read my book over. I'm not. I put it on paper, and it's there, and the editor can move it around. The editor can do what she needs to do, or he. Right now, I have a female who I'm thinking about going with, um, and so that's where I am in my head. I'm like, I want her to. Do what it is she needs to do. So, um, so I'm happy with that. You know, I'm I'm very happy with that. Excuse me. So, it's it's so fulfilling for me. Again, someone who you know stayed back in the second grade, someone who grew up in an urban environment, someone who was destined to be dead by eighteen or twenty one or in jail, uh, teenage father, you know, single parent mother. 
you know, being black in America <laughs> right there, but to have something that is going to be in the stratosphere forever, having a book or an audio book that is going to be out here forever is amazing because I'm going to have the audio and physical copy out there. And that's what I want to be like. I want this journey to be one that can inspire because I've been inspired by so many people all my life. I've been inspired by so many people who have done great things. And I want to be the next person to inspire because it's my time. And I don't think people understand that you have an obligation once you reach a certain age to do great things. And I want to do great things. I want to be that great person. So I'm going to continue that. I'm going to continue to be that great person that life needs and my kids need. So I'm happy. Um, right now, again, this is the sneak peek. If you're listening, you got the update on what the title of the book could possibly be. Um, that's a get a cue. Um, no, what 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 I say? I say, um, uh, um, you know, have a have a clue and uh, get a cue. Um, so again, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play with the title, but nonetheless, I'm finished with the book. I might got to go back in there and make some edits, but I did my part. So I'm very happy. So I hope that whoever listening, you, you are going to enjoy. I hope that you listen and be like, yo, dang, we're quite this, this book is what it is, man. It really inspired me to be the best I can be because that's where I'm at right now in life. I want anyone that's listening to be inspired be intentional and be great. So with that being said, I appreciate you so, so much here. Um, thank you again um, for tuning in to a wonderful show. Hope that you tell your people about it. And I'm going to have another episode about mental health. That's coming soon. Um, I think, again, we're talking about black men. We're talking about black people. And I think that black men need to be a part of these conversations um right now so thank you again and i'll be talking to you soon peace out